clinical Up. clinical Population. Clinical. Population. Population. Clinical. Population. Hello everybody. Uh, my name is Gabby. My name is Allison. And welcome to Clinical Populations. Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And today we have our first ever non-music therapy interview um, here in Dallas. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everybody, <laughs> my name is Lo. Nice to meet you. Cool. <laughs> Hi. <Okay. laughs> um, folks, also we are testing out different microphone things. Um, so if this sounds a little different than our normal episodes, it's because that's what we're doing. We're growing our technology. Space. Don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> um, so uh, we are going to take a listen to her studio version of Burning Building in a second, and then uh, we'll go on with the interview and talk about it. So enjoy. Ooh. 
So my first question is, um, where did Low come from? Because your name is Thorin. Right. So where did that, is it your initials? No, okay. actually. So Low is a nickname that I had when I was growing up. Hmm. And I realized as I was getting older that people would call me Low in moments that I was my most authentic self or confident, like, hey, Low, I see you. Like, <laughs> you know, like those parts of me shining through and, um, was cultivated out of those moments because I wanted to have kind of an alternative persona to play around with and mm-hmm. be my most bold or raw self and highlight that through my art. I love that. The, cool. the stage persona, like yes. Sasha Fierce. Yes, I love it. Everybody needs one. That's right. Life. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's such a cool concept that like even we could take back to you know clients and like coming up with your like your stage presence. Yeah. Or, Who are you? That's so cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause you can set yourself up and like. I am low. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a superhero. Yeah. It's me with a cape. Basically. Yeah. Okay. I can. Yeah. I can. That's, super, great. I can, that's very empowering. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I can totally relate to that. Like, just from like my music experience in college when I was getting up on like the recital stage and having to sing and be a character, right. it was so easy to get into that character space and like um, diminish my anxiety, like my own personal anxieties, because I could just like put all of that energy into a character. So I can like totally relate to that. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Could you explain your sound in five words? Oh my gosh. I would... <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> um, five words. Yeah, it could be like five separate words. At least words. it's not three, because that'd be even harder. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say raw, mm-hmm. authentic, original. That's three, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you count here. <laughs> um, and... Hmm. It's hard. I'm really You wanted here. more than three. I wanted more than three. <laughs> there's a lot of ways to describe it. I mean, it. I take influence from so many different places, so there's not really a way to describe it. So, yeah. undescribable. Okay. I guess. And unique. I love it. There's five. Okay. There's your five. I did it. So I did it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So it was raw. Raw. Authentic. Authentic. Original. <laughs> think. Right? Yeah. yeah. Original, undescribable. Is it undescribable or indescribable? Indescribable. 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 Grammar. <laughs> and then put the I in. <laughs> um, I put the I in indescribable. No, what was the last one? Unique. 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 You were saying okay, and then you were saying like it was indescribable because you have so many different uh, influences. Yeah. Yeah. Who are your like? Yeah, musical influences. Or even beyond Personal. that as yeah. well. Oh my gosh. Well, like, it comes from so many different places because both of my parents are musicians, but they come from different backgrounds. My mom, she did opera. Whoa! Yeah. Amazing. She did opera in classical. She actually got um, admitted into Juilliard, but ended def- ended up going to University of North Texas instead. Really? She met my father, yeah. 
and he uh, did jazz studies. Uh huh. So it's like two totally different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what they listened to was totally different in our house. Mm-hmm. So when we were growing up, like they both played piano. So and my bedroom was right above the music room in our house. Oh. So on Saturday mornings they would be like playing yeah. and doing all of these things, but. They would play so many different artists for me. It would span from Joni Mitchell to Friends to Michael McDonald to <laughs> you know like reggae, like all of these different genres and different places of influence. But for me, as I grew up, I latched onto different things that they gave to me, uh-huh. and was like, okay, I love this. Like I love Prince, I love mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks. I take a lot from like kind of late 70s, early 80s, and that shows up a lot in my music. I love using synthesizers and a lot of analog elements. I could, yeah, I can totally, because I, I listen to the EP and I can totally hear all of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love it. And I think that's why I liked it so much, because that is totally like my favorite types of music, because that's, I, I, I really strongly believe like what you listen to growing up really shapes your musical influences, and mm-hmm. you know, my parents listen to a lot of that too, so. That's so cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, and, and it's funny because now that I'm an adult, I listen to them for fun. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. not just like, oh man. I have to listen to Mom's yeah. playing this in the car again. <laughs> yeah. What? Dang it. <laughs> I have to listen to Pat Benatar one more time. <laughs> <laughs> no, or the Eagles cassette. No, it's That's in California. Over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Hilarious. I love it, except for we had a neighbor at one point that was rehearsing for, uh, I guess, a gig he had and was playing Hotel California over and over and over again. <laughs> and it was really early on a Saturday, so that uh, made me not like that song anymore. Yeah, that's that's a song that you just don't want to hear it's over actually, and over it's like It's an easy song to it is, play, right? and so like, so I'm Filipino, and like every Filipino knows how to play at least like three or four chords on the guitar, and those chords happen to be the chords to Hotel California. So I grew up with like my uncles and my dad like playing like that was the only song they knew. <laughs> so that's what they would play when we would get together, and I'm like, can we stop? Can we learn a new song? Hilarious. But pretty much every single it's not a Filipino party without someone busting out. Hotel California. I had no idea. <laughs> that That's is amazing. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, so I guess um, on the same line of like influences and things, uh, what are your five top songs or artists that like are on your recently played list? Or what have you been jamming lately? You can pull up your Spotify if you need to. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, let me look at my spot. It's a hard question for us too, actually. I always, I, I know, I, I'm going to say this. I always hate getting asked that question because I just, I can never, like, narrow it down to that many. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always a cool question. What, okay, while she's looking it up, what yeah. are yours? <laughs> <laughs> I know. How does it feel? I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I guess if I were to say, like, what have I been listening to recently? Um... So I'm a I'm a Swifty. I love Taylor Swift. Like oh, if you know anything uh, about me, that didn't is. Didn't she just release? She did, me? and I learned it in like two listens and played it at work. But um, <laughs> I'm. Let's see. I've been jamming a lot at Ariana Grande. Hi. Yes. 
There's a dog walking around, guys. You're wondering. Let's see. What else have we been listening to? Gosh. Um, local natives just came out. <laughs> local natives just came out with um, a new album, um, Violet Street, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Tame Impala has released a couple of new things. That's what I've been listening to. Tame Impala's great. Yeah. Oh, and then the new Billie Eilish. Oh, that's the other one. I couldn't think. I'm like, who is the other person I've been listening to? That's Billie the, Eilish. It's real intense. It's I don't amazing. Know if I listened to the whole record. Yeah. 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 Isn't it intense? Yeah. It was crazy. Well, like, I appreciate her lyricism so much. Yeah. Like, I know her her brother Phineas is her producer or co-producer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's incredible. Yeah. And they write together. They did an insane job on the album. Like, oh, yeah. it just it blows me away. It's yeah. Super cool. Yeah. It's super cool. So well done and so unique. I, like, every musician we take from different genres or artists that have come before us, but it's such a beautiful thing whenever an artist comes out and paves the way for in a totally yeah. different way. Like, so different. I was reading an article and they classified her as goth pop. Yeah. Which I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you know, that kind of is a great way to describe it because goth it's very dark yeah yeah it's kind of kind of emo yeah. yeah but she yeah. talks about how she listened to like green day yeah and, and like all these people yeah in the alternative scene and blended it with this other stuff and yeah. her vocal kind of sounds frank sinatra-esque oh yeah it is. yeah i was listening to uh switch on pop i don't know if it was in that podcast love the pop Hi, Charlie and Nate. Hi, Charlie and Nate. Um, <laughs> please have us on. Um, but, uh, they did uh, an episode on her, and they were saying they because in, in that podcast they compared to like the past, like different genres in the past, like where she gets influence from, and they yeah they compared her to Frank Sinatra, like the mm-hmm. creators, for like some for uh, the song Zanny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one about yeah. Yeah. And, like she's she's crooning, but she's not like a real croon. No. Yeah. It's like, and so she's like taking all these different elements. Like she's got like dubstep, and mm-hmm. she's got like trap in it. It's like yeah. Barry, a friend, cool. is insane. Yes. Like we actually, my boyfriend introduced me to her through that song. He works right now and, and gets to like experience a ton of different audio things. And we were listening on a really good pair of speakers, and you could just hear that glass shatter. Audio like files. It was a, yeah, a totally <laughs> audio. We have all kinds of stuff in our apartment. It's amazing, but yeah, it just, yeah, it sounded like cockroaches crawling. Like, it just yeah. was so many little yeah. different sounds that you wouldn't normally get to hear in, like, a car radio or something. Yeah. But yeah. little details. No, so cool. He, Phineas, her brother, uh-huh. he put limitations on himself. He's like, how many things can I make of my own? Yeah. And that's something that I learned out about because I just, I love sound design. Yeah. My dad is an audio engineer, so I like grew oh. up. Okay. We would go into, into these studios when I was a little girl and like I would get to see how things were kind of created and I was like, I want to do that someday. Yeah. So do you, is that, do you produce your own stuff or? Yes. That's going to be Whoa. one of my questions. I, yeah. I co-produced the record and Burning Building, actually, I did at least... 90% of it. Nice. Seriously? So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really wanted to be able to be my own producer mm-hmm. because there's just not enough female producers mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. And I don't know, women get a lot of flack 
unfortunately, because right. they don't get, like, hmm, how do I word this? <laughs> we don't get as much respect. Right. We kind of get pushed into a corner of, oh, you should just sing and look pretty instead mm -hmm. of having technical knowledge and yeah. knowing where things are supposed to be plugged in. And Oh, I know. Just giving you a hard time like what I'm sure you've experienced this I know we have like just going and getting set up for a show and they're like oh yeah it goes here I'm like yeah I know <laughs> we're good thank you yeah, <laughs> but I, it's terrible I went into a session and um, it's a really cool board that they had in the room it was a vintage board and the guy who was running the session it was just he and I sitting in the room and I like started up a conversation. I was like, "Hi, uh, that's a really cool board. What kind is it?" And he kind of like mocked me and was like, "Oh yeah, it's it's really cute. It's vintage." Uh, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, can we talk about the gear? Yeah, tell me what just it tell is? me what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't mansplain. Pretend I'm a chick. <laughs> pretend I'm not a chick for a minute. No, yes. it's just like ridiculous. It's, it sucks, but I wanted to be able to walk into a room and know my stuff. Oh, yeah. And be able to sit at the board just like everybody else. Yes. That's so cool. Rock on. Yes. <laughs> I guess, like, speaking of audio engineering, like, what's your system of choice? Like, are you a Pro Tools girl? Or, like, what do you like to use? Girl. Garage bands. <laughs> I started on that when I was a I teenager. Yeah. Garage band's awesome. Yeah. No, Garage Band's amazing. And, and, it's gotten really good over the past couple of years. Yeah, too. they've added a it, lot yeah. to it. I yeah. use it's it's Big Brother Logic. Oh yeah, okay, Logic yeah. Pro. Mm -hmm. That's that's, like that's what the the records backbones were produced in. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And then um, we took it over to uh, work with my buddy Malix, mm -hmm. and he works out of Ableton. So we bounced all the stuff to him, and then yeah. he put his plugins and stuff that he has in Ableton. And it's actually interesting because. It's so different uh, yeah. from all of the different DAWs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I When I was in undergrad, my minor was in music technology. Nice. And every month we had to learn, no, every couple of months we had to learn a different software. Mm -hmm. And so we, we started with Audacity and then oh, yeah. GarageBand, <laughs> Started with Audacity? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and like, it was, That's hilarious. it was nuts. I don't remember half of it now. And it was a long time ago. So like... If I were to pick it back up, like with those particular programs, I'd be like, I don't, I don't remember how to use any of this because everything like changes so quickly with software. But yeah, yeah all <laughs> the man, the DAWs are just oh, it's, it's crazy. It's what amazing. Yeah, but it's all it's also so confusing. Yeah, <laughs> I remember discovering Audacity. Like that was the first thing I ever played on. And I was like, what is this sorcery? Like, what can I do? And I would just I sit there. With it. Really? Yeah. And it's, it's free, so you can just download it and play with it. It's, it's, it's not very basic. It's not aesthetically pleasing no. at all. <laughs> it's, like, it's great. Yeah, but you know what? I made some really cool things as a, like, a young girl mm -hmm. and just playing with it. I had no idea what any of it meant, but yeah. it got me kind of started on like, For coding and what splicing, is it? it's really good. Yeah. But as far as like plugins and effects, it doesn't I'm make a good sound. It doesn't make my demos. That's right. Yeah, you <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So that's super cool, though. Like that was gonna be one of my questions: is you know how is, how does the production process work? Because obviously your your live songs are very different from yes. the EP. Yeah. So like, do you have anybody that you write with, or is it all you and you just take it and 
and run with it, producing wise? Well, so I write all the lyrics and then I co-wrote Burden Building with my friend Julie Unger. Okay. And <laughs> shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my girl. <laughs> no, we, I was kind of racking my brain about the lyrics on that one. It's like, hey, what do you think about this? She's like, no, this is a lie. She just like spit it out so eloquently. I was like, yep, we're putting on the song. <laughs> but <laughs> with uh, the production, I, so I, I start with the guitar, or I'll pull out the MIDI and, and do piano, and mm -hmm. just kind of lay it down in a basic format and get the chords together and stuff, and the basic idea. And then, um, if I can, because <laughs> I'm still limited in my knowledge and still growing in the production realm, but if, if I can, then I'll build out the track. Mm as far as I can get and then I'll bring in my friends who can help me take it to the next level. It's amazing. So it's, it's a lot of fun and I learned so much from them when we sit in the room and they're like, okay, this is this and like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Teach me your source. How was yeah. it for bringing Billy? Because you said you produced most of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, I mean, it's it's mostly organic simple. instrumentation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a piano. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we included a, a fire sample. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, nice. it's yeah. coming out of coming out of fire. I was like, I need to do this because they're connected and um, so we, we took fire at the end of fire and spliced it into burning building. Oh, so it's like a, it continues into the next one. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. that's yeah. cool. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're connected, because um, fire is kind of angry and like, all right, I've had enough, this is it. And then we make it into Burning Building where it's kind of the resolution of the whole project. Mm -hmm. It's like, I have scars, it sucks, but, but you know what? Okay. They're going to go away someday. Yeah. And I'm going to come out of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really appreciated the simplicity of it. Like after hearing the whole, um, like all the textures of the other songs, and then getting to that and going, oh wow, like it's just it's stripped, stripped down. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, that's where I feel most at home. Yeah. Um, I, my first love is the piano, mm -hmm. and so my dad has a grand piano at home, Ugh, and I have claimed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. This earth. Yeah. It's mine. Sorry, brothers and sisters. Um, <laughs> No, my little brother asked me last night. He's like, "So, do you get the piano?" I was like, "Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm the eldest. It just makes sense." That's right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I I fell in love with the piano first, and that's where I feel most at home. And burning building is the last I think on the on the record. And yeah. So it felt appropriate to be with just stripped down to these basic elements. Right. Yeah, the, the real self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love. The veil back. That's right. Lyric, <laughs> yeah. I guess lyrically, what made you choose that, I guess, that metaphor? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of context. There's a lot of context. <laughs> no, um, I live by this mantra of I'm going to make beauty out of ashes. Mm -hmm. And because everything that I've gone through in my life has brought me to where I am and the lessons that I've learned and the things that I've experienced. It's brought me to the people that I'm now connected to and, and the growth that I've experienced. And I kind of 
kind of see myself as this structure that has been burned down and then rebuilt and changed and internally and externally and mm -hmm. I think we're all kind of like buildings, yeah. you know? Love it. <laughs> we house cool. things inside of us yeah. that maybe need to go. Yeah. And so, you know, I went through a period in my life where I had to like kind of burn myself down and start over and yeah. that's really where this came from. It was talking about that and where I'm going next and the rebuilding that I'm experiencing now. Amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. So, I think we heard songs are you writing are you going to be releasing <laughs> something else like any plans where do you see yourself in the next couple of years so first album hopefully by the fall amazing nice. that's a quick turnaround yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I actually started writing the album before this project was out okay okay um i use music as a way to process through emotions and situations yeah. And so I have a lot of content. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like mm -hmm. ready to go. And it, it, basically, it's just deciding what's cohesive to go on the record now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what will be the first song that we put out. So mm -hmm. hopefully, we'll have the single out by early August. Amazing. We'll see yeah. what happens, but it's definitely going to be a little darker. Okay. Ooh, I, darker. Like I, like I like darker. it. I like it. I like it. It's, it's a little darker because just experiences recently have kind of influenced that and okay. it's like, all right, this is going to take that yeah. form. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I always look at it this way. It's another song in your book. Like, <laughs> it stinks in the process, but you can always look back and go, that made for a really nice it song. Is. No, really. Yeah. Like, my, my songs that I have in my catalog, like, you know what? This experience yeah. sucked, but... Man, great inspiration, great life. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. I think the coolest experience I ever had was performing the song that I wrote about another person in front of that person, and they had no idea. Ooh, and I was like, this is so You're cathartic. <laughs> I was, yeah. And I was like, watching, just watching the whole time, oh, dude, just performing. No, but it was so cathartic. So it's... I need to come up with my, my persona. Hey, you know? You never know where it's gonna come from, I guess, but That's crazy. Um, let me think. Wow, we've like talked I mean, about we all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um before we do that though, uh, where can uh, is there anything you want, you know, our listeners to, to know? Yeah. Like where can they find your music? music and stuff like that. This is where you can plug yourself basically. Yeah. So you guys can check out all of my music and where shows are going to happen on my website. I'm lowmusic.com and yeah. Cool. We recently released a stripped down series of the whole entire record. Okay. Which is me and my buddy Irfan on guitar and it's very raw and very real. We've got it on SoundCloud and on YouTube so you can it How to cool. it. It's like a concert in your bedroom. Yeah. Ooh. Or wherever you listen to it. But bedroom would be cool because it's like chill. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I put you to sleep. Yeah. No. 
Are you on like iTunes and Spotify? Yes. Okay. Yes. So the record is on all platforms streaming. You can buy it on iTunes, stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, all the things. All the cool places. Just look me up, yeah. Nice. And you can follow me on Instagram at iamlowmusic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. All the Instagram. Gotta plug the Instagram. That's right. Cool. Um, cool. Well, I guess any other things you'd like to share? She shared a lot. She did yeah. share a lot. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. Um, now that we've talked to Low mm-hmm. or Lauren, um, <laughs> what do you think clinically? Um, so my mind instantly went to, first of all, adding this to my perinatal music therapy playlist, Mm -hmm. um, because I think it would be a good, uh, song for a lyric analysis and a discussion, um, in a group. But as far as like an individual intervention kind of thing, um, just some of the vocal improv that she was doing, um, that, and that she does in the recording would be really great for vocal toning, Mm. um, or even just playing those supportive chords on a piano or a guitar and allowing the client to improv with their voice. Yeah. Um, Whether it's a similar fashion to the recording or whether it's just them expressing themselves in, you know, um, vocal toning is used a lot to mimic like moans or cries, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just getting that emotion and energy out into the space. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would be a, a useful tool. Um, yeah, and getting it out in a, in like a safe space, like yeah. you said, with the container of of like supportive cords or um, the vocal track underneath. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it would be beautiful for that, and especially the imagery of a burning building, mm-hmm. um, building something new from, as Lo mentioned, ashes. Yeah, you know? it's perfect for that population. Yeah. 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 It. Um. Uh. I think I saw recently Diane Austin. I think she recently released a book i don't know i might be I'm pretty, wrong pretty sure I'm pre- something something there was music, something that was re- music released. therapist unite something there yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah like she, the i haven't read too much of her work um but like the vocals psychotherapy stuff like mm-hmm. it's like this totally lends itself to that yes yeah. i love it i love that we can use our own instruments mm-hmm. as an expressive form um yeah, I just think there's something so beautiful about that. Yeah, I did this vocal toning circle in one of my classes um, as a grad student, and we were just sitting in a circle, standing in a circle, and we just like someone sang like a starting pitch, and we just we just went, and it was funny because like the first time we did it, we did the beginning of the semester and the end of the semester. The first time we did it, there was just all these different like everyone was all over the place like you could tell there were some pockets of people really in sync and some pockets of people that just like had no idea what was going on (laughs) some people were scared um but then at the end of the semester we did it again and it was like we were in sync it's crazy how like I mean and you think about it like in a drum circle how it's very similar to that where Mm -hmm. when you first do it you're kind of like okay well we just really didn't find our rhythm we were all over the place and then you all just sync together and it's the coolest feeling when everybody's doing the same thing yeah I want to experience that like the vocal toning oh yeah group that is amazing yeah and then you have the support of other people who are feeling the same way and like unsure of what to do and yeah yeah 
that's cool. That's crazy cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the imagery of the burning building. Mm-hmm. So like I've said in a bunch of previous episodes, I've been having to do a lot of like multimodal things. Mm-hmm. So I, th- the imagery of burning, burning building is definitely something that you could, you know, create on with like, art tools like yeah. <laughs> I mean like um, listen to the song and um, like draw a building and um, like what is your what do you look like what does your building look like mm-hmm. what what's inside of it what are you carrying what do you need to let go mm-hmm. um, are you are you broken down oh. are you are you tired are you are you new and shiny and ready to go and you know like tackle life like what oh, draw yourself and yeah and for those that might be like not um maybe scared to draw a building or just don't feel artistically adept um another possible thing is um either like providing you know an outline of a building for them Mm -hmm. to color in or even um creating like a magazine collage type yeah i like that yeah 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 getting things apart because you can find yeah yeah Yeah. tearing it apart itself is therapeutic like tearing images from magazine is therapeutic itself it's like (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) nice but like you know being able to build something out of that Mm-hmm. and like there's different types of buildings and magazines you can also add like birds or yeah like flowers or anything else in it yeah um yeah that is I like that idea. that'd be so much fun that would be amazing yeah yeah and then just having that conversation of like why is your building you know cracking at the top or you know mm-hmm. Are you were you just built like two months ago? And <laughs> what what kind of rent do you charge? Like, <laughs> yeah, so fun things. What's too, your yeah. worth? Yeah. <laughs> no, I could, it's what kind of lights do you have? That's right. <laughs> Christmas I, lights. <laughs> I've been apartment hunting, so that is why that came up. <laughs> what kind of amenities do you have? <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> do you have a um, pool? Do you have a hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> amazing, but. No, I think the song, the reason that I think it spoke to us is it's so simple, and but so many things can be done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, with a ton of populations, too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also from just, not even just the song, but the conversation itself that we had, which right. was really dope. Yeah. Um, she was talking about producing, like, as a female producer, like, there's not that many out I there. Um, but, like... Yeah, producing is definitely like therapeutic music production is a really cool thing to get into. Yes. And a cool tool. And um, I mean, that's what's happening with music now. People are making music in their bedrooms with GarageBand yes. and all these other systems. And as music therapists, like we have the skills to do that too. We totally do. And I know like it's something that we've both been working on like mm-hmm. separately. Yeah. Um and have been for a long time. Like yeah. I I mentioned that story of yeah. when I was little. I mean, I did it before I knew it was even a thing, yeah. you know, and and it's something that it's going to be ever changing and we're just going to have to be, you Continually know, continually adapting to that's it. That's right. Yeah, and it's especially with some of the populations that like teenagers that it really connects with mm-hmm. and some of them like that they feel so connected to like putting something out on YouTube or putting something out on, on social SoundCloud. media on SoundCloud. Yeah. Like we just have to be ready. Um, 
I think that's going to be the future of, of where music therapy goes, mm-hmm. a portion of it. A portion of it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a portion of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely needs to be discussed and talked about more. Mm-hmm. Viega, that's for you. Yes. <laughs> Shout out Viega. All right. Enough about clinical implications. We're going to wrap it up with a live performance of her singing a stripped down version mm-hmm. of Burning Building. All right. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Alright everyone, this is called Burning Building.